This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Thanks for listening to the Reds Report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate. Create. Communicate. This is for the fans. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. You're listening to The Reds Report, uh, the first episode of 2021. And if you thought 2020 was a bad year, uh, just wait what we've got to talk about in the next 50 minutes or so. As always, um, he's back with us um, for, well, for another episode, I was going to say. Steve Andrews. Steve, how are we doing? Uh, not so bad, mate. A happy new year to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it started really good, didn't it? But it, it soon went downhill. <laughs> we find ourselves. Um, yeah, it's downhill all the way now, I'm afraid. Well, yeah, in an, uh, in another lockdown. However, since we were last on the airwaves, um, if, if if we look back at the results of Barnsley, so you know we went to Swansea, lost two 0 sort of trips to to, to uh, Wales, having gone well. Uh, so far this season, and yeah. two derbies in a row, 2-1 win over Huddersfield, 2-1 win away at Rotherham, and then a narrow 1-0 loss against the league leaders Norwich last week. So, played four, lost two, won two, uh, finished the year in ninth position. Let's be honest, Steve, you'd have taken that at the start of the season, wouldn't you? Oh, God, yeah. Um, that's a, you know, it were a fantastic Christmas present, let's be honest. We never expected being anywhere near uh, where we are. Uh, Swansea result, yeah, we're disappointing, but like you said, we don't seem to get a great deal out of Wales. Um, the Huddersfield and the Rotherham results, although they weren't brilliant games, uh, we scrapped, we fought, and you know, previously we'd have probably lost those, but we did come back to get them. Uh, the Norwich game, I thought we actually played quite well. I know we lost, um, but that was actually, you know, the better performance out of all of them. 
It was. We're going to look at the transfer period later on. I just want to, while we're on game, so we've got Tranmere, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, because that's the FA Cup. The remaining league matches for January looks a difficult one, Steve. Um, Swansea um, come back to Oakwell on um, Saturday, the 16th. Yeah. Uh, that's an evening kickoff because we're, we're back on Sky. The Tuesday after, away at Watford. And then the Saturday after, at home to Cardiff. And finishing up with a trip away at Forest on the 30th of January. Now, Swansea, Watford, Cardiff, Forest as well, probably. Um, not easy. So, a, a testing month ahead, isn't it? Oh, the difficult games. They're all difficult games. Um, I think you've got to throw into mix as well. Um, if if we do get some more new players in, I know we're going to talk about that in a bit, but we've already got a couple of new lads in. Ideally, we're going to have some more coming in, maybe some more going out. So the the hard games to integrate new players in, uh, but I'm sure I'm sure Big Val will get them. Uh, I'll get them sorted. Yeah. Um, let's look at the Tranmere match because I think um, the main talking point, as always, should be the, the, the transfer period. Like you say, you know, there's been some ingoings and, and uh, outgoings, I suppose, al- already. So um, Barnsley versus Tranmere. Now, two thoughts on social media about this. These new lads can have a go. Maybe give your fringe players a run out. Uh, the other one saying, if, if, if you haven't played for a while, like, you know, obviously it's been a week. He's had a, a week to, to uh, prepare since the defeat at Norwich. Um, with our type of football, they need to be playing regularly. Obviously, we, we missed Mowat for the um, for the for the Norwich match. Um, would you start uh, the normal full strength team, excluding Matty James, obviously? Well, yeah, I mean Matty James has gone back uh, and straight back back out to to Coventry. Apparently, um, does that open up a space for Styles to move forward? And you've got to fill left back space, which I know people, a lot of people on social media. Have been saying, you know, we need to sign another left back, and, but you know, we have got Clark Adua. Um, if, if Val doesn't don't rate him, or if you know, if he doesn't think he's good enough, yeah, we need to get somebody else. Uh, that kitchen uh, that we've just signed, apparently he can play on left, so maybe that's an option. But I mean, we've, we've we spent some big money on Herbie Kane. Uh, he's not had, I would say, brilliant games. He had a couple of flashes of where you see where his potential is. But is this not the ideal opportunity to put him at side of Moy and, and, you know, let's see what he can do for money we've paid? Yeah, because he, he in the um, absence of Alex Mowat, because of because of COVID, tested positive for COVID, so couldn't make it for the Norwich game, um, you know, Kane started. And whilst he might have not been uh, maybe as influential as, as Alex Mowat, you know, might have been or has been, uh, at, at, you know, the first run of games this season... He didn't do much wrong either, and he does bring with him a nice long throw. He's got a decent delivery on set pieces, and surely you're only going to get better by playing. He needs games. Um, I'm sure the price tag doesn't bother him. Uh, it wasn't a mega amount for what we it was for what we normally pay, but you know he's he's, he's been at Liverpool. He's obviously got uh, experience from going out on loan. He just needs a running team, I think. Um, I think then he'll get he'll get his feet, find his feet. I suppose the question's going to be, if he play Kane and Moyt, is one of them going to hang and one of them going to push forward? And if so, which way are they going to do it? Because as we know, Moyt is better pushing forward. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one that one. Yeah, it uh, it will be. Um, 
Tranmere, Dan, we might as well. Uh, obviously, yeah. it's, a low, it's a lower league opposition. We know um, Keith Hill, a bit of a, a cold figure. Um, Keith I don't know, Hill. Is, is in charge. Uh, he's and, tweed suit on and he's tweed out and never still be tweed. Oh, it will be. It will be. Um, what what can you tell us about, about Tranmere? What sort of form are they in? Well, um, the 13th at the minute. Played 20 games, won eight, drawn four and lost eight. So, you know, fairly steady. Um, since Christmas, they were lost one and drawn one. And basically in December, uh, they won three out of five games. So, you know, they're having a little bit of up and down season, mid-table. Uh, players that they've got uh, that we'd know, Jay Spearing, uh, experienced player, and James Vaughan up front, again, another experienced player. Uh, Otis Khan. Can you remember Otis Khan? Yeah, Otis Khan came from also Sheffield United because he'd been Indeed. on that Ninja Warrior, hasn't he? There you and, go, um, you see. Yeah, well, he's, doing he, his nin- he's doing his Ninja Warrior in Tranmere now, so uh, <laughs> so he's there. And Stephen Payne is at, is at Tranmere. I don't think he gets to play very often. I think he's only made something like three appearances, uh, all oh. from subs bench. Uh, but yes, yeah, Stephen Payne's there as well. It seems to be a trademark that wherever Keith Hill has gone, after his departure at Barnsley a few years ago when, when Flickroft took over, he always seems to have a squad with at least three or four ex-Barnsley players in there. It's, it's, it's like he's got a WhatsApp group, and wherever he goes, he sends a message saying, I'm on the move, fancy coming to Tranmere. Yeah. Um, always the well, same. Scott, Scott Wiseman will be next signing then, won't it? <laughs> Tom Kennedy, yeah. And Tom Kennedy, oh, God, that left foot. To Chris O'Grady, do you remember them? He always looked at left, that, that left-hand side to Chris O'Grady. Used to do your Even when Chris O'Grady wasn't playing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about what about the Barnsley side? Because um, whilst we're in a, a, an environment where there is no fans, and you would probably guess now, none this season whatsoever, um, that's a huge loss of income to the club. Do you think there's a lot of money at stake, I suppose, for going through to the third round. Who knows, getting one of, you know, a decent opponent um, in, in, in the fourth round. It's, it's a game Barnsley will want to win, isn't it? I would have thought so. Um, Ishmael does not strike me as the sort of manager that would sort of prioritise maybe the league uh, when he's got the opportunity to, to, you know, to have a decent run, hopefully, uh, in a cup, which, which, like you say, we seem to be on telly quite a few times uh, on Sky. Uh, obviously, it'll be on uh, FA player on Sunday. Uh, I didn't yeah. realise it was half past one kickoff, so uh, I'll have to get meeting early. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would I would like to think that he will use the opportunity to perhaps try a couple of the fringe players. I'm not saying change the whole team. Uh, I know the, new, the two new signings we have got, neither of them can play because they're both cup-tied because they played with the previous clubs. So we'll not be seeing them this week. But, you know, maybe it is the chance for one or two of the other players to give them that opportunity and say, you know, prove, don't sell me in January, I can still do a job. Mm. Um, there is quite of those, uh, quite a few players around with question marks next to their name, I suppose. Well, for us, probably not for Ismail, but, but for us. So I'm going to ask you for a forecast for the Tranmere match. We'll play some music and then um, let's look at January. Let's look who we know is going, who we know have come in, what more we need, you know, we probably need. 
uh, a bit of a shopping list, I suppose. And who yeah. do you think might be leaving us? So um, for Tremet, it's it's really awkward, obviously, because um, you know you don't want to be known as the side that goes out in the third round, especially against lower league opposition, given that we're ninth in the um, in the championship table. So um, how how do you expect this one to go? Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'd be quite a comfortable game for us, to be quite honest, because I think we do one. We've had two or three scrappy performances over the last few weeks. Uh, as I said, Norwich game played quite well, even though we lost. But I think, you know, we'll, we'll get it together against, and it's a good opportunity as well to put a good performance together. I can see us coming out two or three note winners. Very good. So, Steve saying uh, two or three um, victors over Tranmere. On Sunday, uh, the match is at half past one. It's free to watch on the um, FA Player. It's an app you can download for free. You need to register. Make sure your password, I think, is longer than six or eight because I kept doing it and it say it wasn't registering. Um, it needs a, a minimum amount of characters. And then it's free to watch. So that's Barnsley versus Tremere at Oakwell. Sunday, 10th of January, half one kickoff. We'll play some music and we'll be right back to look at the Barnsley squad's incomings, outgoings, and what more can be expected in this transfer window. Now we have a break. You say you wanna go out, wanna push a boat out, and wanna come back again. Said you wanna know it all, wanna go and throw it all away when you get let astray.
fans. And you're back on the Ratchet Report. Um, as you heard before, uh, the interval, uh, Steve uh, thinking uh, a comfortable match uh, on the cards on Sunday in the FA Cup third round against Tranmere. Um, Steve, uh, transfer window. Uh, we have had good transfer windows. We've had not so good transfer windows. Uh, the board said that they wanted to do the business early. And I suppose, in all fairness, they have, haven't they? You know, yeah, yeah. Opened. we've got, let's talk about the incomings first. So we've got uh, Morris, who's the striker from uh, Norwich, who was on loan at MK Dons, and Liam yeah. Kitchen, Kitching, who came from Forest Green. Um, from what you've seen, and um, obviously the things on social media, they look like proper signings. And I think back of the likes of, you know, like I've always signed Ethan Pinnock and, 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 and those type of players that yeah. we might have not heard of them, but they were very highly rated by their respective clubs and they went on to do a really good job for Barnsley. Of course, we wish that for these. Have you have you got any information on them whatsoever, anything you've seen or noted? Well, Liam, I mean, I'll be quite honest, I've not seen either of them play, so I'm not going on, 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 on performances. Uh, Liam Kitchen has been mentioned over the last few weeks, and obviously that one's over the line, which is good. Northern lad, born in Harrogate. Uh, he has it's a product, obviously, of the Leeds Academy. And when he were at Leeds, he played with uh, Clark Adore and Apoalme. So it's not as though there's nobody at the club that he doesn't know. Uh, so that hopefully will help him settle in a little bit quicker. Um, he had a loan. Never played actually for Leeds first team, but he had a loan spell at, at Harrogate. And then, uh, oh, excuse me. <coughs> As you said, excuse me, I'm just choking on my meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely highly rated. Um, obviously, last player we got from Forest Green turned out to be something a little bit special. Uh, let's hope that this lad, you know, this lad's the same. He's left-footed, uh, mainly a centre-half, but can play at left-back. So, you know, that that can fit into plans as well. Um but he only gets a 59 on FIFA. So I know some right. people have complained that we didn't talk to be signing 59s when it says that on FIFA, but I'm sure he'll be all right. It'll be interesting to see what Hurrahane, Mawson, McDonald, Roberts, what they all were before they came to Barnsley on FIFA. Oh, because... God, yeah. I definitely put them up, but they definitely improved yeah. while they were wheels. <laughs> and, and he seems to kind of sign it. So position-wise, um, I might as well ask. Obviously, we'll talk about Matthew James in a bit, his departure. Um divided camp again on social media. Some people saying, you know, you, you, put, you stick Kane in there. Other people saying, you know, you need to play somebody down the left-hand side and release Styles for Styles to go in centre of midfield. I don't think anybody's wrong because it's all about preferences. It's all about opinions and, and we're entitled to have those. Um, what's your preferred option for this one? Obviously, Adore is there as well. How, how would you solve that? Given this person, would you say, well, you know, because Clark Odor, in fairness, does not feature as much. It's, it's so, do you think he's a ready-made, you know, not replacement, but is he, is he maybe ready to step up and release Styles from that uh, sort of wing-back role uh, for Styles to go into the centre? Or do you think that maybe this new lad, uh, this Liam Kitchen, might actually start on that side um, and Odor stays on the bench? Well, how, how do you see that going? Personally, I, I like, I'd like to see Styles back in middle. Uh, he's an attacking midfielder. Don't get me wrong, he's been brilliant on that left side. Uh, there's a, obviously a few bits and bats he needs to work on, his passing being one of them. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think he's been playing really well. But I want him I want him back in, in his preferred position. Now, who I would put at left back, I mean, we've seen some flashes of brilliance from Clark Adore, especially uh, at last, end of last season. 
so you know, does does Val not fancy him? Is he not sort of proving himself on training ground? There must be something not quite right because you know when when he's had the opportunity to play a, a proper left back, he's still gone with Styles or or whatever. So maybe this kitchen is going to push push as well for that position. And um, it's a, it's, a, it's a difficult one, definitely a difficult one. I still would like to see a door though get a bit more game time because then if he's not good enough, fair enough, let's get sure. It's, it's, it's the whole thing. Uh, I saw somebody put today, um, obviously following Matty James' departure, there's, there's no doubt that Matty James has done really well and he, he's got pedigree, he's got class, but somebody said, our players will not get any better sitting on the bench watching him play. And I sort, I sort of agree with that. I think the club will never. I mean, they, they, you know, we we've had many seasons in this in this division where at Christmas we found ourselves at the bottom of the table, and this year we brought somebody in on loan. We paid a big part of his well, no, maybe not a big part of it, but we paid for our standards, a rumored seventeen grand a week uh, contribution to his wages, and I think that's great, and it, it's put us in a fantastic position of ninth in the league. But players like Palmer, players like uh, Kane have not been able to feature regularly. Um, maybe they've learned from him, his job's done, and maybe those wages could be saved and, and pay for a, an improved contract for, you know, our midfield Dynamo and, and club captain Alex Mowat. Yeah, I mean, like you say, you've seen a lot of stuff on on social media over the last few days about Matty James going, yeah, he's done a job. Uh, but I agree with the fact that our younger players will not get any better. You know, they'll learn from him. And he had, a, he had a few decent games, and yeah, we know he's got class and what have you, but the way some people have gone on about him that think he were next Messiah, and I'm sorry, I just don't think he was. Uh, good player, good experience, but the money, uh, yeah, definitely money can be put to, to better use. Um, you know, we're never going to smash that that wage cap that we've got. We're never going to go down the road like Wigan did uh, and end up, you know, spending silly money for players. So you're only looking if if you're going to give more same as same as they've given Woodrow or something like that. That's going to be the most he's gonna he's gonna get. They're not going to pay him thousands and thousands of pounds more. But you want to see these younger players coming on. And I think I said it at the start of the season. Uh, and a few people did get a bit annoyed at the fact that I said, you know, Matty James, yeah, it's a good signing, it's a good loan signing, and he will help the younger players come on. But, you know, now is the time to see them younger players and let's see whether they've got what it takes. Yeah, he said today in his press conference at Velian Ismail, he confirmed that it was Barnsley's decision not to re-sign Matty James. He wants to give the likes of Kane, Palmer and Styles a chance. And he said, we trust the young guys. They have proved that they can play at this level, but they have to play regularly. And that's, that's a very honest assessment, isn't it? They're not going to get better by coming on for 10, 15 minutes or 20 minutes every now and then. No, and that's what, that's what we've said all along. Um, I mean, your, your ideal replacement for me, for, for James, is Ramal Palmer. And when he has come on these last few games, he's only getting 10, 15, 20 minutes. But in that time, he has actually shown that he's got some talent, he's got some skills, you know, he, he, he's getting stuck in. And I think the thing is, not just not just with such as Ramal Palmer, we need to start getting some players with some pace in our side. Because although we've got some really talented footballers, we haven't got a lot of pace 
and I think that's becoming more and more obvious, not only with us as centre halves, who are quite slow when you think about it and when you've seen them, but also when when we want to break, when we break play up with his eye press, and we're wanting to break with ball, we we can't we're not outpacing other defences. No. So so we need we need some we need some. I mean the Carlton Morris, the striker that we brought in, like you said from MK Dons, uh, he's been at, Lor- at, at Norwich uh, for quite a number of years. Um, started there, obviously, but again, I don't know a great deal about him. But he's not a prolific goal scorer. Um, he's made 231 career appearances, but he's only scored 43 goals. So whether he's more of a more of a target man, uh, I don't know. As I said, I've not seen him play, so I don't want to. I don't want to pass that sort of comment. But he has been to quite a lot of clubs while he's been out on loan. Um, Oxford, York. Hamilton Academicals. Try saying that when you've had a drink. Um, <laughs> a couple of a couple of spells at Rotherham and Shrewsbury, and then obviously MK Dons. Um, so even for a young lad, um, he's been he's been around blocks, so he, he must have some some experience. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does bring. And he's a 64 on FIFA, by the way, so that's a bit better. Ah, and uh, the squad numbers were announced today. Liam Kitchen is where it's got number five. Uh, Carlton Morris has got number 14. So, um, obviously, we, you know, we, we spoke about... Um, we spoke about Matty, Matty James leaving, those two coming in. Um, Elliot Simowesh has gone on loan to Doncaster. And yeah. um, Valerian again said that it, it's a good move for him. And it seems to be more about... Um, attitude and desire about Simowes. I think the raw talent is there, isn't it? But it seems to, I think Valerian seems to think that he needs to just play some regular football um, and, and, and you know, in, in League One with um, with Doncaster. And um, uh, I'm just looking, Valerian said that he, da, 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 uh, yeah, just made two appearances so far and it offers him the chance to take, earn some valuable game time with the high-flying League One. Um, he was never... When he, when he got demoted back to the under-23s, I don't think neither of us saw that we'd see him back again this season, did we? And it's a shame, because that, that lad, as you can see, he's got, he's got raw talent there. There's definitely something there. He's had some... The few games we have seen him play at times, he's shown he's got pace, he's got skill on the ball. Uh, I mean, it started going downhill when he threw a strop when he got substituted. Um, and I think attitude-wise, that didn't go down well with Valerian. Um, he went, obviously, as you know, back down at under-23s. I think this will be a really good move for him. I think he'll get game time. I think it's his opportunity to shine in a, in a decent Doncaster side. But Darren Darren Moore, don't, you know, he doesn't suffer fools. Um, he, you know, he has managed in Premiership, if you want, with, with West Brom. So, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. Uh, with his players, so we're a bit of luck. He'll, he'll instill, you know, um, some sort of self-belief because it, it might it might just be the fact that he's had, he's had his confidence knocked. He got substituted. He threw a strop. He's got put back into under 23s. You know, you're not going to be singing and dancing, are you? And hopefully, it'll get the right reaction. He'll finish season off at Doncaster, you know, and come back to us, which I hope he does. Don't get me wrong. I hope he does come back to us uh, a more mature. Uh, and better player, and and it can work, can't it? Alex Mowat came and um, was loaned out. Uh, had a season with Oxford, came back, 
and, and made his way up to captain. Um, before we go to a, a, a musical interval, uh, we have to talk about Alex Morwood. Still no contract signed. On the same note, though, also no rumours of him going anywhere else. Um, how, how do you see this one? Do you think, because the club have always said, if a player's in the last year of his contract and he's not willing to sign a new contract, and there are offers, um, they would sell um, in January. Do you expect Mower to be here at the end of this transfer uh, transfer period? Uh, $64,000 question. Mm. I well, you said, can't go wrong because we're looking into the future, aren't we? So, well, uh, as you do with your crystal balls. Um <laughs> Yeah, I knew you'd get that one. Um, <laughs> my gut feeling is Moit will go. But I actually think, unless somebody comes in with a decent offer in January, I think he'll just run his contract down and go on a free in the summer. Or at the end of the season, should I say. Um, I think if they can get something for him now, I think they'll let him go. If he were going to sign a contract, he would have signed it by now. Yeah. For me, it's gone on, especially with uh, Woodrow re-signing, and he, he must yes. have got a de- he must have got a decent a decent wedge. Yeah. Um, I think they've offered Moit similar, if not maybe a little bit more. You don't know. Um, I don't know what he's holding out for. See, the thing is as well, he may he may say right, you know what, I'm staying, but I'll go as a free in summer. You know, we we may still be in ninth, eighth, seventh place. Who knows where we could be come end of, come end of season? Um, I suppose he's always got the option then to turn around and say, "Well, you know what? I'm going to stop anyway and start all over again." But no, I think I think Moit will go. Um, but I've got a funny feeling unless something, as I said, comes in substantial, he'll just play out his contract and go for a free end of season. Yeah, and that's something that the club always wants to try and and avoid. And I suppose there is hope in some camps that. The money, if if they're going to save seventeen grand a week now on Matty James's contribution to his wages, uh, you know maybe some of that money can be put. To, I know they don't want to break the bank, and I, you sort of have to respect the club for that in a very difficult economic climate. There's no match the income, of course, so you know money is a bit tighter. A good cup run would always uh, would always help, but there's no doubt is that that I know um, a lot of people saying against Norwich that you know well you know we didn't play and did we miss him. But that's just one match, isn't it? Sometimes it's not in those sort of matches where where they. Uh, um, it's not just about the ninety minutes on the pitch. I suppose it's in the dressing room, it's in training, um, and he is an influential figure, isn't he? He is an influential figure. Um, he's at that sort of age where you know he's got the experience, he's been around a little bit, but he can still he can still get get down with the kids if you want to put it yeah. in that parlance. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he's he's. He's club captain. We know he's a good player. Would I break the bank to keep him? Is a different question. Dependent on, you know, if we didn't have any sort of backup at all, you know, you'd be saying, yeah, throw money at him and going to stop. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't break our wage structure if he's, you know, if he's going to be pushing and pushing and pushing. Because I'm not being funny. I can't see anybody at Barnsley being on 17 grand a week. No, no. I want to break free. I want to break free. 
This is for the fans. The vibe. And welcome back. This is the last part of the Rats Report with Steve and Carlo. Um, well, we've looked at nearly everything, Steve. We've looked at new people that have got in. We looked at Matty James's departure, the yep. doubt over Mowat. We've looked at matches that we've um, we've we've played over the Christmas period, the FA Cup. Um, I suppose um, you know, there is a, a decent there is a decent squad. Um, let me throw some names at you and, and you oh, tell goodness. me if you think. I'm not going to literally throw them because obviously I don't want you to drop them and anything happens. But um, I, I want you to think, you know, do you think this is somebody who will be either a regular starter, somebody on the bench or somebody that might go out on loan? So the, the first name um, is Luke Thomas. Luke Thomas linked with Ipswich and Sunderland, I believe, up to now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Luke Thomas. Whether Luke Thomas fits into the way that Valerian's wanting to play is a different matter. Uh, I think Luke Thomas is more of a winger, you know, attacking type player like that, not a running all over the field sort of player. So I think he gets, he seems to get lost at times. Um, last few performances have not been brilliant. I've, I've got to be honest. If it was, if it were up to me, yeah, let him go out on loan and then have another look at him when he's had got a few games. Because again, he's not getting game time, is he? Uh, but no, on the other hand, no. if you can get if you can get a decent wedge again for him, you know he's one of them. Yeah, probably let him go. Right. Um, the next one done is uh, Patrick Schmidt. Who? 
<laughs> um, I know you, you know, know what? Probably the most disappointing, really, because he came over, you know, he came over and everybody thought he was going to be the answer that we wanted. Um, Struber didn't play him that much. Uh, Ishmael's played him even less. I mean, you've only got to look at, I mean, all right, he's been on, on subs bench, but, you know, you look at players that's actually coming on to pitch before him. George Miller is coming on to pitch before him. That's got to tell you that he's out at door, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And um, what about George Miller? I mean, he's, he misses the match on um, Sunday. Um, it, it's Saturday in the press conference. Um, and in fairness, you know, it'd be a place on the bench, probably, well, at least. Um, what, do you, what do you think about Miller? He has come on a couple of times. Does he offer anything? Do you think he's in Val, big Val? We'll probably leave us in this, uh, in this month. Oh, you've disappeared now, mate. Oh, sorry. George Miller, mate. No, oh, yeah, I got that. But yeah, it's all right. You went right quiet. I thought you were whispering to me. Um, uh, again, later, it's, it's, another, it's another one of them enigmas, isn't it? We've only seen him in fits and starts. I can't say I've, I've seen anything that's that's excited me, if you want to put it that way. I mean, when, when, when Big Vic came on uh, and scored a couple of goals and, you know, put his centre back, you were a bit excited about him because you thought he's a he's a player that's come back from loan, uh, come back from wilderness if you want. We didn't rate him and he's coming to side now and, you know, he's, he's, he's obviously improved. But you look at Miller, he's been out on loan. You know, when we bought him, he went out on loan. And we've not really, I've not seen anything that says to me, yeah, I'd like to see more of him. So for me, so no. yeah. For me, and, and the thing is as well, he, he got, and, and the thing is, there's a lot of, obviously Jordan Green's left the club uh, on, yeah. on mutual, mutual was there. There's a lot of forward going players because we're talking about Patrick Smith, we're talking about George Miller, Jordan Green, um, Alex Simash, obviously he's gone out, he's gone out on loan. Um, no doubt that if there is a bit, Mike Stephen Bearer, I mean, you know, you forget that he exists. And for whatever happened, um, I know we were injured for a while, but we've just not heard anything, have we? And and that's always a bad sign, I think, when they're not even picking the bench, when they're not even, you know, um, but they just not talked about. He was never really featured on the Struber. And he was demoted to the under-23s. Uh, this is probably a, as a good a time as anything for him to call it an end on his Barnsley career and maybe kick-start it elsewhere. You'd have thought so. I mean, I know he's, he's had an operation recently, hasn't he? So that might have kept him out for, for a while while, while Valerian's been here. Um, I mean, I've always been... I, I, I've been a fan of Bearer. I mean, he's that sort of European laid-back player, but he's got a... He can, he can pass a ball... You know, his movement were good. He wasn't the fastest. We know that. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him actually have a go under Ishmael. But like you say, he's not hes not even mentioned in dispatches and all like that. So you, you've, got to, you've got to think that he's, well, he's already gone. Yeah, well, he might as well be. But obviously, we're still paying wages. So again, I'm pretty sure at a time when there is no match day income and they need to tighten the belt, so to speak, that, that his wages, because he came on decent money, um, you know, when he came over from, from Hanover, um, that, you know, that that could be released. But obviously, when somebody's had a, an, uh, uh, an injury or he's had an operation, whether that money is, is being offered for him or not, well, it, I suppose it, uh, it remains to be seen. And, well, Steve, I think we've, we've covered everything, haven't we? We're looking forward. 
over to the FA Cup match again. That's free on the FA player. Um, just download it, uh, make yourself a free account and, and enjoy it. It's half one on Sunday. So like Steve says, I think if you start eating about, what, maybe half 12, quarter to one, um, yeah. you should be done with your pudding by the time uh, by the time they kick off uh, at Oakwell. So it's it's Keith Hill that returns with Tranmere to Oakwell on, um, on Sunday. And then straight after that, uh, Barnsley are... Um, are back at Exigan in uh, in league um, league action, I suppose, on Saturday the sixteenth, and then we start again with the um, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Um, Steve, thank you very, very much for this first um, retro report of twenty twenty one. Probably a little bit different. We're taking social distancing to the max, and it's probably I'd say a good yeah, four about mile, five mile aren't we? between <laughs> us. <laughs> But as always, to, uh, good to see you. We need to practice this team's lark, I think. I need to get a better place yes. to do it rather than sat in downstairs toilet, but there you go. Well, if you get your van going, maybe if you go outside and connect to my Wi-Fi, we can actually see each other, but we'll we'll discuss that later, <laughs> can't we? All right, mate. You take care. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the match when you watch on uh, on Sunday, and uh, we'll be here again uh, next Thursday for the next episode of the Retro Report. So on behalf of Steve and myself, thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Uh... Hey Becky, do you like this beat? Mm, I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. What about this then? Powerful, just like Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Not guaranteed. Requires compatible Xfinity gateway. Limited quantities available. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.